for the best of everything. Let's go, Crowberry. You can always count on us. With food prices continuing to rise, let Kroger be your biggest ally in the war on inflation with this week's special item, Price Busters. While traditional chicken eggs are being sold at a premium, Kroger has secured a large gray market shipment of Galapagos penguin eggs. With a unique fishy taste, gritty texture, and pudding-like mucus center, breakfast is about to get a whole lot more tropical. One dozen eggs, only $2.29. The drought season is starting earlier than ever this year, and fresh water may be hard to come by, but not at Kroger. New rainbow water by the East Palestine Bottling Company is hearty, thick, and refreshing. Swirls of chromatic colors make the drink fun for kids, and it's the only water you can chew. Bottled at the source of the Ohio River, it's iridescently cool and designated less than deadly toxic by the EPA. Only $1.50 a gallon. And finally, fat, annoying rich people like Rosie O'Donnell and Elon Musk are taking diabetes medication to lose weight. Shortages of Ozempic and other glucose-regulating medicines have been common, but now you can turn to Kroger for life-saving alternatives like the Serbian-imported Jetsa Ubrazi 900 milligram, an Eastern European medication that loosely translates to liver crack. Let Jetra Ubrazi turbo boost the organ that's in charge of regulating your blood sugar levels. Side effects include violent organ vibrations, dislodgement of the liver, internal body temperature spikes in excess of 200 degrees, and sudden hardening of hair follicles. If skin begins to bubble, contact your physician immediately. Ask your friendly Kroger pharmacist if Jetra Ubrazi OTC is right for you. It's springtime price busting all this week at your neighborhood Kroger. For the best of everything, Let's go, Kroger. You can always count us. Hey, freaks, it's Monday, February 27th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, using Japanese vomit as sexual lubricant. Plus the upbeat <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back to Distorted View Daily. It's a new week. Vomit as sexual lubricant. <laughs> After a nice relaxing weekend, you might forget what TV's all about. Hold on, hold on. Proudly. <laughs> I'm sorry, we need, a, we need to redo this intro. Just caught me off guard. That's kind of funny. All right. Uh, and three, two. Hey, freaks, it's Monday, February 27th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, using Japanese vomit as sexual lubricant. Plus, the upbeat pop soundtrack to America's favorite fist fucker. Dilbert doesn't want anything to do with black people. And chewing off the tongue of your would-be rapist. All coming up today. Hey, I did it. Distorted View Daily proudly presents... The very unique fetish of nose fucking. You don't like it in the mouth, do you? No. Like it up your nose? Oh, yeah. I want to I up my nose. Like last night? Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking good. Yeah. Take it, uh, yeah, take it up on. your nose. Oh, fuck me up my nose. You like it, huh? Oh, yeah. I love to be thick up my nose. Oh, and my nose. <sighs> Oh, baby, I'm about to come. Already? Oh, yeah. I'll go faster. Take it, whore. Take it like a slut. Up your nose. Oh, yeah, got it. Oh, got it. Oh, yeah. It's 
The Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Please, no confessions involving children. I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. She is a fat cunt. Say freaks, Tim back here with you, kicking off a new week of programs. Hope you all had a a wonderful weekend. I sure did. It's time now to buckle the fuck up. Enough fun. Party time is over. Time to get back to work. And for me, that means Japanese puke porn. I had to watch a lot of that today. I am swamped over here in the office. It's it's just that time of year. The time of year when all the new uh, Jap vomit. (laughs) Jap. (laughs) That's racist. You know, like that the whole category of, uh, for instance, uh, Japanese scat porn, that's called Jap scat. But I'm pretty sure just saying Jap is, uh, that that's offensive. Let's just, let's not call it Jap vomit play anymore. We'll call it Japanese mouth expelling. Although I don't think vomit was the part that was really offensive. I don't have to avoid that word. That's not the problem. Okay, so Japanese vomit porn. I don't actually have a lot of Japanese vomit porn for you today. However... Listeners have been sending a lot of various uh, adult-oriented material, so I have a few clips here. It's of all different types of porn. It's a real uh, pornocopia, porn Paris. These are all uh, mercifully short clips, and we are going to begin with a little bit of uh, Japanese mouth ex- expelling, <laughs> whatever the fuck I called it earlier. This is from Basic Bitch. Uh, let me paint you a picture here of what I'm looking at. It's a threesome situation. Guy is lying down on his back. We've got a girl who has straddled his dick, reverse cowgirl style. You know how I feel about the cowgirl. You're just, you're asking for a fractured penis, but okay. She's bouncing up and down on his cock. Then we have another lady who is sitting on his face. She's also facing the same way, so she's uh, she can get a good view of uh, his cock and the and the girl riding his cock. I think that's all you really need to know. Let's uh, let's start this thing off. <laughs> It's hard to hear, but uh, the girl who is sitting on the man's face is also jamming her whole hand down her throat and puking. And she's aiming for his dick. So what's happening is as uh, the woman who's uh, riding his cock is bouncing up and down, some of that vomit is getting uh, on his dick and also, I guess, going up her various holes. So, yeah, the vomit is really being used as lube. <laughs> there it is. I mean, you, you can hear the sloshing about as she's bouncing up and down on the dick. Oh. We seem to have switched gears here, and now one of the girls is just pissing into a bowl. Not sure what happened to the guy. Oh, and the other... Fe- oh, you could... Okay, so the other girl is still riding his dick, it looks like, because she's sort of bouncing up and down. You can't see the guy, though. And now, So the girl who's bouncing up and down on the dick is going to drink the piss bowl. All right. We're back... We're back to puke here. She's still riding his dick, but the other girl is jamming her fist down her throat. Oh, now they both are. Just 
puking in his open mouth. Holy fuck. (laughs) Pissing down his throat as well. It's like, wow. This is quite the super cut. All right. All right. Little, Little puke porn for your Monday. Thank you, basic bitch. I've got another clip here featuring porn. This isn't uh, a porno per se. This is porn adjacent. We'll use this as a bit of a palate cleanser. This video comes from the UK. Oh, this is courtesy of DV listener Saul. Thank you very much, Saul or Soul. Some guys saw a BBC news reporter out on the streets getting ready to do a report. So they decided to fuck around with her by blaring porn. Here is the start of her report here. I think putting the date and time into law is as much of a symbolic commitment as anything else. A few seconds later, as she continues her report, this happens. Arguments in the past. So will Lord Kerr's intervention, you know, make any difference? (laughs) Well, on the one hand, you know, his arguments. She's a true professional. She's not even like looking to the side, trying to figure out where the sound is coming from. She's just working on her report. The government, there is still room for a U-turn, possible rethink or even another referendum on Brexit. On the other hand, his intervention has caused... They should have used a variety of clips like the dropping fucking loads guy. Is an absurd and pointless I mean, this statement. Is pretty good, though. And you always run the risk that by interven- <laughs> intervening on Brexit... I can't tell if this was 6am or 6pm. It doesn't look like there's a lot of people around. Referendum originally delivered. Emma, thanks very much. Emma Vardy there for us. Everyone's looking a little confused. I'm surprised the people in the studio didn't even make uh, a comment. Like, was there someone being stabbed around the corner from you? There seems to be there's a woman in distress. What's really funny is the guys who did this also uh, recorded themselves in the car where where they were blaring the, uh, the, the sound from. And obviously it's so much louder. Here's a little from that angle. Just skip that. Go, go, yeah, go. Yeah, just do it, do it. Go. Peace. These arguments <laughs> in the past. Only a second you get to hear before they switch over to the actual news report. Keep going. It's so loud, though. All right, there you go. Oh, uh, the final porn clip I have is courtesy of General Stealth. I guess General Stealth was curious as to what uh, Hunger FF has been up to. Uh, Hunger FF is a guy we featured a few times on the podcast. He is a fist fucking enthusiast. He's living that fist fuck lifestyle. Uh, he is a bottom, so it's uh, he, he's the one that gets fisted all the time. And he also is able to just uh, like squeeze out his asshole. It turns itself inside out. It comes out of his butthole. It looks like a traffic car. It actually looks like a horn because it curves upwards. Here is uh, Hunger FF getting fist fucked on a truck bed. Looks like outside of a motel or a strip mall or something. And he has pushed out his butthole. And the other guy is sucking on the butthole that that has been turned inside out. And, you know, I have seen a lot of gross stuff in my time. I mean, poop is more disgusting than this. Scat is like the most disgusting porn ever, right? The shit on the face, eating it, turds, poop on your mouth and your in your teeth and everything like that is so nasty that even though i recognize it as gross i i my i can get used to it right this i can't i see it and i'm like oh my god why are you sucking a butthole uh, uh, it is so uh, weird uh, it is huge 
It just got sucked back up in. That's the noise it makes. I shit you not. Here goes. <laughs> he has a very vocal pooper. That's why I like Hunger FF. His ass is always making noises. As a matter of fact, um, after General Stealth posted this video, I looked at Hunger FF's Twitter sheet, Twitter sheet, and I found uh, some more clips. These all include very vocal assholes. That's him getting fisted. But then even afterwards, when there's no fist in his butt, it's I don't know if his uh, his hole is quaking or trembling or just trying to go back down to its normal size, but it, it makes noises by itself. It's like his ass is clapping, but it's just his his boy pussy lips. They're smacking together. You know, on his Twitter account, he'll post a short little like 15 second video or something every time someone subscribes to his OnlyFans or sells a video. This one's called Annihilating a Bucket Pussy. I guess that would be an asshole. <laughs> Damn, this guy's getting punch fucked. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. Oh, well, something just slipped out. Fuck yeah. You know, one thing I noticed about these fist fucking videos is I don't know if they're taking place in motels or this guy's bedroom, but there's always like, you know, poppy dance music playing in the background. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like the music is a little too poppy to be playing while a man is being violently fisted. Man. Fuck my boy Fuzzy! It's like, what the hell are you guys listening to while being fist fucked? Radio Disney? You say goodbye and I say hello. Fuck yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Don't know why you say goodbye. Oh, 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 enough fisting for one day thank you so much general stealth and everyone who sent in uh, just disgusting porno clips always appreciated moving on now oh that uh, celebrity medium is back at it again most recently we featured him on dv uh, when he was meeting with bobby brown and uh, you know he communicated with whitney to to send bobby some messages tyler the, the the medium's name is tyler henry and i guess he has his own television show on e or something but his shtick is always the same. He always, you know, approaches these celebrities and he's like, oh, Bobby Brown, nice to meet you. And then he's like, I, I had no clue who Bobby Brown was and I don't know who Whitney is. I don't know any of these people. Like he plays it off like he's completely clueless. When in reality, these are very famous people with lots of stuff written about them. So it's super easy to pretend you're a medium. You find out some little piece of trivia about Whitney Houston's mom, right? Who's obviously dead too. And uh, would be like, uh, uh, oh, I'm, I'm getting a message here from um, someone close to you has passed away. But that's not who I'm getting. I'm getting their mother. Their mother. Uh, 
She always wore a beret in her hair. She, I'm getting strong beret vibes. And then Bobby Brown's like, oh my God, Whitney's mom always wore berets. By the way, I just checked. Uh, Whitney Houston's mother is still alive. So whoops. And as far as I can tell, she does not wear berets. Anyway, in the clip I have for you today, Tyler Henry is visiting with Corey Feldman, child star from the 80s and early 90s. We have featured Corey a few times on the podcast because Corey likes to think of himself as a musician, and he produces the type of music we feature a lot here on TV. I was trying to remember what the songs were, uh, and so I did a search for Corey Feldman in music, and I found this insane clip. So for a while, Corey... Um, had his like little backup band. I don't even know if they were really musicians, but uh, they were just women who dressed up in angel outfits, right? They're like Corey's angels and they're all dressed in white. They've got the fluffy little halos above their head, right? And their tits are out. Nothing too slutty, but they, you know, they were obviously there for the sex appeal. I've got a clip here of Corey performing. I don't know if this is some sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this was a charity thing. Corey's performing for a bunch of sick kids at a children's hospital in L.A. All right. First of all, the music Corey makes isn't really for like five and six year olds. This is not like kid music. He wasn't doing children's songs. No, no. He was doing shit off of his album. Second of all, he had his angels there with him. And I don't know if kids on the verge of death really want to see angels it's an unpleasant reminder of what might happen to you. Are you here to take me to heaven? Musically, yes. Anyway, here's a little bit of Corey. Simple. So here we go. You can hear some of the kids. Mommy, what the hell is this shit? Some comments on this video include, I guess laughter is the best medicine and haven't those poor kids suffered enough. I will say this. The person who posted the video said that uh, Corey visited some of the kids in their rooms. The children loved him. He's a good person with a big heart. All right. Corey's not a bad guy here. You know, he's just misguided. Anyway, uh, in the 80s and 90s, Corey Feldman worked with another Corey frequently on films, right? They were known as the two Corys. Oh, they were teenage heartthrobs, right? As a matter of fact, not to get off on another fucking tangent here, but recently we were talking about ridiculous 1-900 numbers. The two Corys had one. Guess what? Corey Haim and Corey Feldman are giving out their personal numbers. If you call 1-900-909-3700, you can listen to their private phone messages and get their personal number where you can leave them a message of your own. Two dollars the first minute. Again, they made it super easy, right? You don't even have to enter a credit card. Don't worry about it. You know, the, the charges will just appear on your next phone bill. Kids, make sure to get your parents' permission. Wink. That never happened, right? Anyway, so uh, Corey Feldman and Corey Haim worked together on a bunch of uh, films in the 80s and 90s. Like a lot of kid actors, when they got older, they had a real problem with drugs and alcohol. Corey Feldman seemed to come out okay. I mean, he's a little weird, but, you know, he's still alive. Can't say the same for Corey Haim. The last thing I think he did, really, was he did a, a reality show. The Two Corys did a reality show. I think it was called The Two Corys. And boy, was Corey Haim a mess. Uh, and unfortunately, he did die of like an overdose or something. 
Anyway, guess who the psychic medium is going to contact for Corey Feldman here? Yes, the other Corey. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for being had. Absolutely. When Corey answered the door, I had no idea who he was. Oh, you don't know who he is either. Oh, Tyler doesn't know who any fucking person is. Who is he? An actor? I've never heard of this person. Did he work on Broadway or something? I mean, who, who's the most famous person in America? The, the president? Joe? B- I, I opened the, the door to the White House. And there was this old guy standing there. Joe Bright, Bryden? I don't know. Didn't ring a bell to me. Okay. There's a younger energy that's coming through. Not family, but references to a lot of damage in the lungs because I'm referencing to fluid in the lungs. Now, fluid in the lungs is usually something we see in older people who get pneumonia, who get, you know, whatever. Pneumonia makes sense. On Corey Hames' Wikipedia page, under the death section, it states that uh, Corey Hames was suffering from an enlarged heart and water in the lungs. So that could be where Tyler got it from. Also, Hames' death certificate lists community-acquired pneumonia as a cause of death. There's a reference to getting up to get a glass. I have a glass in my hand, and I'm thirsty. And then I died of a drug overdose and passed very quickly. You're talking about Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Corey Haim? Who? What? That name is so unfamiliar to me. Oh, fuck you, Tyler. You're a horrible actor. Corey Haim? Corey Haim. Is that the name of your dog? Um, I don't know who that would be referencing to. Okay. Do you, you, do, you don't know, really? No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But but my best friend was Corey Real quick, I want to play at the beginning of this episode, Corey kind of mentions why he wants Tyler to come, uh, I don't know, be a medium for him. A very, very sticky situation in my life today. There's two options, and it's been really difficult. So I'm looking for that answer right now. I have no doubt in my mind that Corey told the producers of this show exactly what type of problem he was having. He's like, look, I want to come on this show because I'm trying to make a movie about Corey Haim's life, and I just need to know if if Corey would be okay with that. But in the context of his life, I don't feel like his life's story is completely done. I don't believe that his life story is completely resolved in what has been expressed to the world from his perspective, and he knows that something can be done to fill in those pieces. So you're saying I should go forward with the movie that's going to be coming out next October. Check your local listings for time and location. Like, you just get the feeling that this is just a promotional vehicle for Corey Feldman and, like, whatever movie project he's trying to push. Yeah, well, uh, it's certainly the topic at hand. So um, there's been a lot of pressure on me to come forward with information that I... He had asked me to give this information, and I did a book. I wrote a book. Oh, great. Okay. And that was what he asked me to do. Right. Um, unfortunately, when I wrote the book, I was not able to put forth all of the information that I would have liked. Right. Um, so it was beyond my control. Sure, sure. That said, we are planning on making a film mm-hmm. of that same story. But again, I imagine we would have to consider the same legal right. boundaries. Okay, so check this fucking shit out. Even though E is just now posting this crap on YouTube, apparently... 
These are older shows. Like uh, Hollywood Medium ended in 2019. So Corey, at the time of this uh, reading or whatever by Tyler, Corey was getting ready to do the film that he's talking about here in the clip. And that film ended up being The Rape of Two Corys. Catchy title. If Tyler was a real medium, I'm pretty sure Corey Haim would be communicating to uh, the other Corey. Change the name of that movie. It's awful. I can't imagine seeing that on a marquee <laughs> at a cinema. Two tickets for The Raping of Two Corys, please. Interesting tidbit. Uh, Tyler does have a new television show. Well, it's a streamer. You know, it's on Netflix. It's called Life After Death with Tyler. I'm going to have to check that out for more bullshit. I do have one more short clip uh, for you today. I know you freaks like those sovereign citizens, especially when they're getting arrested. Oh, they're they're always so confident that the law is on their side and it always ends the same way. You'd think some of these sovereign citizens would watch YouTube and see that just screaming the Federalist Papers. Those are the laws that govern me. The Federalist Papers. Like, that's not going to do anything. It's not going to help you in the least. You pulled me over? Yeah. What's that reason, officer? What's your name and badge number? Here we go. That's number six eight two zero seven. Okay, so I pulled you over. I'm going to explain it to you. I ran your plate, and yeah. you said that your driver's license was invalid. Yeah, it's Can not. Okay, it's okay. Yeah. I want to confirm. Can I see your your? Uh, I don't have my license because it was stolen. Okay, that's okay. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't have my license, and this is like the third time I've been harassed, and I already have a lawsuit well, against the RCMP for okay. this harassment okay. itself. Okay. I'm sorry, about this, but can yeah. I have your information? No. I, I'm not under no obligation to give you my information. I know my rights. I'm a sovereign First Nation citizen. Okay. So I'm but under no obligation to give you any information. Do you have a reason of articulate suspicion that you pulled me over? Was I speeding or doing anything illegal? Like like I just told you, we have the authority when we run the You don't because I'm a sovereign First Nation citizen and you do not have the authority over me. Well, that clears that up. Have a good day, ma'am. Whatsoever. And this is harassment. I'm sorry to tell you, but I know my rights and okay, I am a human rights activist. So motor vehicle act. I don't fall under that. I am a sovereign on this land. So what you are doing right now is harassing me. You're pulling me over for no reason. Well, I like committed no crime. Reason. Here's a bit of a spoiler. Unfortunately, there's no real resolution. I mean, this video goes on for a while and the police officer is so nice, but the video just kind of ends in the middle. But I, uh, I looked this woman up to see if there was anything else. And uh, sure enough, oh my God, she's like everything you would expect from her. Sovereign citizen, anti-masker. Here she is uh, in another confrontation with police. All right, miss, she's going to get you. Okay. This was back uh, during the uh, the height of the pandemic when people were supposed to wear masks on public transit and shit. Do not touch me. I'm you do not touch. You do not. You're a male officer. You do not put your hands on me. Do you understand? You're a male officer. You don't touch me. You're a male officer. Get your hands off me. Please. What led up to this moment was a, a police officer uh, initially just was talking to the woman and asked her to leave the train. If she continued to refuse to wear her mask, she refused. And then uh, she was arrested. She was ordered to pay $460 in public fines. Her TikTok page is interesting. Uh, you know, basically any conspiracy theory 
imaginable, she believes. Uh, she's totally against the FDA, the CDC. She's pro-Andrew Tate. She's also squarely behind the movement, no driver's license equals freedom. Still, she loves driving. Let's see, other content involves blacks enslaved blacks and were traded to whites. So stop calling whites the racists, okay? She is pro-Putin. Russia's doing some great things over there. Here she is crying because she's hearing police sirens. She thinks there's some sort of conspiracy going on there. This happened back on January 16th. This is on Ontario. Can you guys hear that? We're somewhere in Canada. The sirens. I literally hear that 24 fucking seven since the rollout of this job. It is the most horrific sound you can hear. Okay. Then I noticed like she never mentions it again. Like she just moves on to other stuff because this is like an older video. So I guess that crisis kind of just fizzled out. All right, let's play a little more from uh, the video at hand here with her interacting with the cop. I don't fall under your any of your jurisdiction. You have zero authority over me. Do you understand that? These roads and publics are high but and are highways. You let me finish and talk. What would you like to say? I just under the Motor Vehicle Act, I am allowed to pull you over if it says that your driving no. license is invalid. I need to confirm your no. identity. You have to provide me. No, I do not. I know my rights as a citizen okay. I, I, or as okay, a free would you, sovereign. Would you like for me? I can call my supervisor. Yeah, you go right ahead. If I, if yeah, it sounds good. And then she thinks about it. And then she gets mad that she's going to call her supervisor. You should that. know this. You're an officer. You should know this. Someone has argued like that. I am a free. Oh, it's the police lady's first sovereign citizen. How cute. Understanding I had an, an officer steal my identification that I used okay, for the sole purposes of life-saving medicine. You know, the medication she's referring to is not like real medicine. She, of course, thinks all pharmaceutical companies are evil, so she's not going to put that poison in her body. She probably had some sort of like fake ass medical ID card that said that she's allowed to smoke as much crack as she wants. Due to her electromagnetic allergies that that have been affecting her. Don't blame me. Just give me one second. Oh my god! Okay. Maybe I should get the lawsuit paperwork that I have against the RCMP already. That's unfortunately where the video ends. I'm just so happy to see that America is not the only place that has to deal with the sovereign citizens. There's there's nut jobs up in Canada as well. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. Stop fucked up news right now. If you enjoy Distorted View daily, prove it. Become a member of the Sideshow. That's DB's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes. Tomorrow is going to be Sideshow exclusive. And then again on Thursday. So it's a great time to sign up. Best of all, memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. If you sign up through the website, superfreaksideshow.com, you get access to a special RSS feed. uh, And that's like password protected. It works with most podcasting apps. There's instructions on how to get everything to work. If you're lazy or technologically illiterate, dum-dums, There's an even easier way to get access uh, to new Sideshow exclusive episodes. If you use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can now sign up right in those apps. The Sideshow exclusive episodes will appear right alongside the free episodes. 
and you don't have to do anything. It's easy peasy. Uh, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com for more information on all of that. And there is one final way to help support DV financially. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. But remember, you know, I do this for a living and I rely on you freaks. So be generous. I'm so hungry. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And of course, uh, we have higher tiers. If you pledge at least $20, occasionally I uh, send out Distorted View merchandise, little, you know, surprise goodies. I'll be doing that this month as well. Again, patreon.com slash Distorted View. And thank you so much to everyone who is and has been a Patreon and, of course, Sideshow members. They are the reason this show is able to uh, continue doing what it does, whatever the hell that is. Three very quick stories now. First up, over this past weekend, I saw that uh, Scott Adams was trending, and that happens occasionally. Scott Adams is that guy who uh, created Dilbert, the Dilbert comics. Now, he gets trending on Twitter because... um, He's kind of a conservative dude, right? And so anytime he says something that uh, liberals don't like, they try to cancel uh, the Dilbert guy or they get all, you know, enraged. Like, I can't believe they see this guy said something nice about Trump. Like, okay, yeah, like half the fucking country is still fucking filleting Trump. They love the guy. It's just, you know, you just have to deal with it. Ultimately, who even cares what a fucking comic strip guy (laughs) has to say, right? I don't care what the Dilbert man says. Why are we giving him so much power? Anyway, so I was curious as to uh, what Scott Adams was saying now to to get everyone all riled up. And I got to be honest with you, even I was a little shocked. I was like, "Mm, this might be a step too far. There may be some repercussions because up up, up until now, what happens is, you know, uh, Scott Adams says something. It gets, uh, you know, liberal crybabies all up in arms and they're like, I demand Dilbert be removed from the newspaper. And then nothing ever fucking happens. This time I was like, mm, there's some newspapers might might not be okay with what, <laughs> with what Scott Adams is saying here. Uh, here is part of what he said. You know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. All right. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's going somewhere with this, right? Uh, give us some details. Just get the fuck away. Expand on get the fuck away from black people. Yeah, where, wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. All right. This can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where, you know, I have a very low black population because <laughs> unfortunately, the, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when when he notes that the, he's, he's quoting a black person here. So it's OK. When he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon See, is a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. So I I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. Savior Scott is getting out of the game. He's done helping out you ungrateful black people. It's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm, I'm going to uh, 
I'm going to back off from being helpful to black America. I'm sorry. What, what has Scott Adams ever done for black people in as a group or individually? Exactly. He makes it sound like he, he really is an important civil rights leader who's just fed up. But I, you know, again, he wrote Dilbert. I don't even think there's a black character in Dilbert. The only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. That's the only outcome. <laughs> it makes no sense to help black Americans if you're white. I think his idea of helping black people was he once visited one of those um, barbecue food trucks. There was some black people slathering sauce on baby back ribs and he purchased a rack or something. Uh, the, the, it's over. Don't, don't even think it's worth trying. Totally not trying. So what started all of this was Scott saw some... Um, poll that said that black, uh, the majority of black people hate white people or something? So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll. Now, I'm going to say two things here. One, uh, the question uh, or the phrase, it's okay to be white, was kind of, I don't know if it was created by or it was, it was used by like uh, racists for a while. The Anti-Defamation League deemed the phrase a hate slogan. Um, it started out as a trolling campaign by members of uh, 4chan. So when they ask uh, black people about specifically, is it okay to be white? They may not be responding, is it, is it actually okay to be a white person? They may be referring to that that slogan, that poll, that meaning of it. You know what I mean? It, it may have just been a poor choice. That being said, the second thing I'm going to say is there are a lot of black people who refuse to say anything nice uh, about white people as a group. You all remember this um, clip we played? Oh, well, it must have been a year or two ago. It's just as racist as anything Scott Adams uh, said in this clip. What are white people superior at? <laughs> See, now that's just a setup for some racist ass answers. I'm assuming they asked that question because of the phrase white supremacy, right? But then everyone who's answering is just talking about standard white people, not racists. And they give just mean, <laughs> they give mean answers. What exactly are white people superior at? Smelling funky. See, now that's not called for. Imagine if Scott Adams said the reason why we should stay away from black people is because they smell so bad. Dilbert wouldn't be in any newspapers at that point. What exactly are white people superior at? Congratulating themselves over shit that they're incompetent at <laughs> or that should have already been done. They're superior at being dicks. Thanks, bitch. White people love they dogs. Like, that's all you see. Oh, okay. That's all you ever see. White people being nice to they dogs. Well, I'm sorry we don't feel comfortable chaining our fucking pets to a metal post outside until it's time to come in for an underground dog fight, Miss Michelle Vick. The fuck kind of comment is that? This video is going to turn me into a racist. So what exactly are white people superior? Honey, lying, stealing, and cheating. Manipulation. Withholding information. I can't. I mean, this video. Who did this? The Cut? Uh, well, I mean, how unhelpful is this fucking shit? It's like an eight minute video where you just talk shit about another race. That That's going to end well. And you know who it's actually going to end up helping? The um, fucking white supremacists, because they're going to use this video as an example to support all the shit Scott Adams says, right? Like, this is proof. Black people hate white people. They pretty much say it. They say we stink. What are white people superior at? Conquering. Imperialism. Imperialism. Colonizing. 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 Colonialism. Well, now they're saying nice things. Thank you. 
that's not a compliment. Oh, shit. I thought that sounded kind of nice. Anyway, uh, the point of all of this is there has been fallout due to what uh, Scott Adams said. The cartoon Dilbert has been dropped from numerous U.S. newspapers in response to a racist rant by its creator on YouTube. Scott Adams called black Americans a hate group. <laughs> it's a ballsy move, I know. And suggested white Americans get the hell away from black people. In response to a conservative organization's poll, oh, it was like a right-wing uh, group that was doing this poll. Oh, if nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people, that's a hate group, Scott said. The comments ignited a furor on social media, uh, along with calls for the conservative cartoonist's work to be dropped from the publisher's rosters. His once popular comic strip, which lampoons corporate culture and was launched in 1989, will no longer be carried by the Los Angeles Times, the Washington Post, ooh, those are big ones, uh, the USA Today affiliated group of newspapers, and others. The newspapers announced in a statement on Friday and Saturday. According to Chris Quinn, editor of The Plain Dealer over there in uh, Cleveland, oh, a newspaper I know well, he said, uh, this is not a difficult decision. <laughs> Uh, we are not a home for those who espouse racism. Before any of the newspapers even weighed in, Scott Adams was playing the victim. He said, by Monday, I should mostly be canceled. So most of my income will be gone by next week. My reputation for the rest of my life is destroyed. You can't come back from this. You, it, you said it. You know, you said it and you, you're standing by your statement. So I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there's consequences. Adams said that uh, he moved to a different location to get away from black people and urged other whites to do the same. Wake up, white people. Uh, he said, I'm not uh, saying start a war or anything like that. I'm just saying get away. So there is uh, there's, there's a little comment from pro-segregationist Scott Adams. We'll see what uh, all of this does for his career in the coming days. I don't think it's going to help him. All right, second story we have for you today. There's a new drug in town. There's a new girl in town, and she's uh, looking good. There's a fresh, freckled face in the neighborhood. There's a new girl in town. Okay, sorry. It's a theme song to Alice. And for you people who are like, Tim, Jesus Christ, how fucking old are you? I don't even know what Alice is. I, I don't either. I don't think I was alive during the initial run of Alice. I just know my TV history. And shame on you for not knowing about Alice. I point my finger back at you. Shame, shame, shame. Mel's Diner, Alice, Vera, Flo, Kiss My Grits. Come on. This stuff's important. All right. Back to the story at hand here. There's a new drug in town, and it's deadly. Yes, it's deadly. Uh, xylazine. Is this another Eastern European diabetes drug like Jetrobrotsy? Uh, I'm so stupid. All right, uh, xylazine, otherwise known as Trank. That sounds good. Or Trank Dope or Zombie Drug is wrecking havoc in major cities across the country with its devastating effects. It can literally rot your skin. Yeah, but does it make your skin sizzle? Does it feel good? Come on, let's get tranked up, freaks. This isn't the first drug that has done weird uh, shit to your skin. Wasn't there one called, called like uh, Crocodile or something that makes your skin all... Crocodile-like? I don't know. Uh, the substance, which seemed to first appear in Philadelphia before migrating west to San Francisco and Los Angeles, was used for cutting heroin. But most recently, it's been discovered in fentanyl and other illicit drugs. 
while approved by the FDA. Oh, for veterinary use. Oh, okay. It's just for horses. Does it cure COVID? I think Trump was a big pusher of xylazine. Xylazine with a bleach chaser. It is not safe for humans. Well, yeah, if it rots your skin, I would say it's most definitely not safe. Uh, And those who overdose on the drug do not respond to uh, uh, Narcan, the most common overdose reversal treatment. Xylazine causes sedative-like symptoms. Ooh, I like that. Such as excessive sleepiness. Well, I already have that. And respiratory depression. Already have that, too. As well as raw wounds that can become severe and spread rapidly with repeated exposure. The crusty ulcerations, which can become dead skin called escar, escar, I don't know, can result in amputation if left untreated. Sounds like a, a wonder drug. Because it's not listed as a controlled substance for animals or humans, Trank lands in a confusing and horrifying gray area, which means, you know, we can probably get our hands on it without too much effort. Hospitals rarely test for it with routine toxicology screenings. Last month, one Philly user suddenly developed xylazine-specific wounds near her opioid injection sites. I'd wake up in the morning crying because my arms were dying. Well, stop taking the xylazine. I must be really addictive. Uh, The city reported that 90% of lab-tested dope samples from 2021 contain xylazine, which can increase the risk of overdose when combined with other illicit substances. It's that lethal combination. That's what gives xylazine its appeal. The high of the uh, opioid, such as fentanyl, is extended. Oh, it's like a booster with the help of Trank. It's too late for Philly. (laughs) Wow, everyone's so, I don't know, like doom and gloom. Philly's a lost cause. Let them all die. There's too much Trank on the streets. And by the way, stay away from black people. Philly's supply is saturated. If other places around the country have a choice to avoid it, they need to hear our story. That's according to Sean Westfall, an outreach worker with Prevention Point Philadelphia. People with substance use disorders who got hooked on the zombifying drug believe the emerging substance killed any kind of joy that came with getting high. And that's kind of the fun of getting high, right? Feeling good. One user, Sam, said, Trank is basically zombifying people's bodies. Until nine months ago, I never had wounds. Now there are holes in my legs and feet. According to a 2022 report, xylazine had been discovered in 36 states. In New York City alone, the drug was found in 25% of samples. Earlier this month, the San Francisco Department of Health announced that low levels of xylazine were found in the systems of four people who overdosed, suggesting that the substance can be hidden in drugs unbeknownst to the users. Quote, it's possible that it's more out there, according to a uh, Department of Health spokesperson there. So watch out for that xylazine. Or if you need to get even more high, use it as a kind of laundry booster for your drug of choice. Ting. And that's one to grow on. Sure is. Well, I finally got a happy news story. What a great way to to end this uh, very depressing episode of TV. Uh, This one comes from France, a woman who claims she was the victim of sexual assault. Okay, well, it's not starting off so happy, but it's going to have a happy ending and not for the rapist. All right. So what do we have here? A woman, a victim of sexual assault. Oh, bit off her attacker's tongue and handed it to police as evidence. So, you know, there's DNA there and everything. The 57 year old woman said she was walking her dog, white people and their dogs. You know what? Those racist black people were onto something. I might not like what they have to say, but God damn it, if, if they weren't accurate. There is something to do with white people and their fucking dogs. All right. uh, The 57-year-old woman said she was walking her dog at 4 a.m. on 
Saturday, February 19th in France when a man in his 30s started following her. He reportedly approached her, attempted to forcefully hug and kiss her, while also slipping his hands down her trousers. After a bit of a struggle, the woman bit off the aggressor's tongue and returned home. She didn't go right to the police station? I had to drop off the dog and, you know, put the tongue on ice. She and her son then handed the tongue to the local police station. Officers went to the scene and arrested the man. He was easy to find. Ah! Where's my tongue? Where's my tongue? And then when the police officer arrived, he got real quiet, right? I didn't do nothing. Are you sure you didn't try to rape that woman? I don't know what you're talking about. I never saw that woman in my life. Sir, I noticed you're missing a part of your tongue. What happened there? Skateboarding accident. A lot of people losing their tongues recently. All right. Uh, the man who faces immediate trial and is obliged to leave France. Oh, my God. They're just going to kick him out of France. Reportedly told officials that the woman was the one who had attacked him. The incident is similar to a recent Spanish case, which saw a woman cut off the penis of her would-be rapist. I'm pretty sure we reported that here on DV. The pair, both originally from Bangladesh, worked together in a bar. Uh, the man allegedly attempted to rape the woman, who then cut off his penis in retaliation. Good for her. Girl power. What the fuck are they saying there? Do you guys know what the Spice Girls are saying? Girl power, push spice, ginger spice, baby spice, and scary spice. We never gonna get raped because we got girl power. All right, like Dominique does. Those fucking PSAs I used to have to play in the year 2000 on distorted view. Oh my god. Back in DV's like first or second iteration, oh, I've, I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this before. I worked for that company, the Real Talk Network in uh, Dallas, Texas, and uh, they didn't have a lot of sponsors. So we would play a bunch of public service announcements during our commercial breaks. And one of them was Girl Power with Dominique Dawes, who was like, I don't know, like a gymnast in the Olympics or something. You know, a PSA that would really appeal to DV's target audience. 13-year-old girls. Working together. Community. Charity, that's girl power. For more information and a trial-sized box of Tampax tampons, write to Girl Power, P.O. Box 581, Pueblo, Colorado. Like, what? <laughs> Those are the public service announcements I'd have to play. It, was, it would be that commercial. It would be uh, a commercial uh, a public service announcement for old people getting scammed on the telephone, which is hilarious because that's kind of what we would do on TV. We would call up old people and pretend to scam them. And then um, public service announcements that were appealing only uh, to truckers about like uh, how important it is to pull over your truck occasionally and go to sleep to reset your circadian rhythm. There was even like a song. It was like, yeah, you get the circadian rhythm blues. And, you know, you got to remember at the time in the 2000s, the, the Internet wasn't mobile. Right. If you were listening to an Internet radio show, you weren't in a truck. You were tethered to your home computer. There were no, like, there's no internet in cars or trucks at the time. It was the dumbest fucking shit. But again, I'm sorry, I digress. There's a lot of digressions on t uh, today's podcast. Anyway, uh, the man allegedly attempted to rape the woman. She cut off his penis. The unnamed uh, woman contacted the police to admit her assault, and the man was rushed to the hospital for an emergency operation so the medics could attempt to reattach his penis. Both were actually arrested by Spanish police. 
The man was charged with attempted rape while the woman with assault and amputation. I'm sorry, that was self-defense. Hope she wasn't uh, jailed for that. She was acquitted or something. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news. Was that a happy news story? As happy as you're going to get here on TV. Uh, Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, guys, I love to hear from you, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Remember, if you pledge at least $5, you get access to that special voicemail line. And yes, I do have some patrons calling in today. Let's hear from them. You know, I've been horny since oh, 1985. And- and unicorn hamster again. He seems to like... um like to call in and talk about his uh, masturbation habits and how horny he is. This is like his wank bank line. Expect me to just eat pussy. No, sure. I can't. Pussy good, I pussy sweet. Be like that. Pussy good I enough have to eat. To have a variety. Sometimes you want vanilla ice cream. Sure. Nice, Sometimes sweet pussy. Sometimes you want a hot fudge sundae. Sometimes you want to go out and find a Whopper. Yeah, a flame-broiled pussy. Sometimes no? you want chicken. You don't want that pussy with grill marks on it? <laughs> Nuggets and dip it. That's the kind of cut I'm looking for. On a hot sauce or barbecue sauce. Okay. Or some tangy Mulan sauce or Oh, Mulan sauce. And that's the thing. The Szechuan sauce. They need to bring that back again. That's the thing that makes sense to me. Why does it have to just... You're talking about pussy, and I'm like, "Mm, McDonald's sounds good right about now. I'm totally disinterested in any cunt talk. Be one hole. It can be an asshole. It can be a pussy. It can be a dick to suck. It could be a pussy to This eat. is what you want? You want one? I, I I don't know if I'm understanding him. I don't know if he's saying, like, I don't care what hole it is, I'll stick my dick in it. Or if he's advocating, like, he, he was wishing for a single, a singular hole in women. Like, I'm sick of all these options. I wish women had one hole that was a pussy, that was an ass, and a mouth. Maybe evolution will take us there. I don't know. I mean, talk about a dystopian future. I think what you want to fuck is a, a bird. Right? They, you know, they've got the one hole. That's why I'm 98% bisexual. Oh. I'm 10% gay, but I'm 50% heterosexual. Wait a second. Here. Uh, 50, <laughs> that doesn't equal 100%. Do the math. Okay. Um, uh, my mind has been blown. Hey, I just listened to the uh, Monday episode or... How did you do that? Needs complaining that he had a four- oh, oh, last Monday. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm like, are you in my room with me? Uh, Monday episode or Needs complaining that he had a 400 testosterone level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he's 20, whoop de doo When I was 23, I had 27. So. That's not the flex you think it is, sir. Fuck <laughs> it. Although I suppose I shouldn't be proud. Well, no, yeah. No, no, no. It's just like. Crazy effing low, uh, because I have a uh, chromosomal disorder where I was born with an extra X chromosome, so my body doesn't uh, produce any more testosterone than I was born with. Wow! Injections every week. So, like, have you? uh, I'd be interested to know, like, what your testosterone level is now with the injections. Please tell me it's higher than Mead Skelton's. Also funny. That would be so funny. Like a guy with a. Uh, a chromosomal disorder that can't produce testosterone has a higher level <laughs> than me. Fun fact, 
I'm more prone to certain things that women are more prone to. Like complaining? Guys, am I right? I say breast oh. cancer. Oh, wow. That checked. Do you have titties? Do you have like a gyno gynecomastia issue? Once a year. Anywho, see you later. And like, um, like, I don't want to be rude or anything, but what, what, what the fuck do you look like? Send me nudes is basically what I want to see. No, just like, are you like, do you have, uh, like, do you look like a dude? <laughs> are you, do you have feminine features? Do you have like body hair? You know, are you a hairy dude? Basically, I'm asking. Call back in. I'm very curious. Hey, Ken. I like the song that you sing. Are you that guy that tried to rape a woman and you don't have a, a tongue anymore? Sing about America being the greatest country. Oh, yeah. That song was great. Go back and listen to Friday's episode of DV if you don't know what this guy is talking about. Country. You did a really good job, man. Thank you. I liked it a lot. Um, you are the greatest podcaster ever, Tim. To me, boo. All right. I love you. Well, there you go. A special needs uh, person has called in. They like the show. It's on their level. I guarantee you the uh, the majority of mentally handicapped people who would listen to this show would be like, this is the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. This is, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it. It's retarded. They would they would call me the R word and I, I deserve it. I get it. This is a very dumb podcast. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Why don't you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. So God is it all again. Oh, yeah. Spread the distortion STD to all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. And remember, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Early to rise and early to bed. And in between, I cooked and cleaned and went out of my Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.